गुड इवनिंग एवरीवन सी ए आशा घोषाल मैम हर क्वालिफिकेशंस आर चार्टर्ड अकाउंटेंट आईसीआईड इन मे 1995 कंपनी सेक्रेटरी आईसीएसआईड इन जून 1999 कॉस्ट एंड मैनेजमेंट अकाउंटेंट आईसीएमए क्लियर्ड इन जून 1995 शी इज एलएलबी बाय प्रोफेशन बाय मुंबई यूनिवर्सिटी जून 2021 She has completed insolvency resolution professional IBBI April 2019 she is registered valuer IBBI September 2019 she is a independent director of IICA March 2020 and also a bachelor of commerce Mumbai University April 1992 and Ansee Asha ma'am seasoned professional with 26 years of core industry experience in business strategy commercial finance treasury secretarial and legal worked in senior leadership roles with mncs promoter led companies and indian conglomerates she has experience of coordinating across departments like strategy business development sales commercial finance and operations to ensure fulfillment of organizational goals also asha ma'am is the visiting faculty for intermediate and final course of financial management at icmr navi mumbai that's all about ma'am now it's indeed a pleasure to be part of this wow series and i would like to thank wrc icai for providing me this platform to present my thoughts on the topic of virtual cfo and also connect with the participants of today's session now before i dwell on the topic of virtual cfo i would like to share my personal experience of one of the organization where i was heading as the cfo this personal experience is with reference to the organization where our entire accounting function was outsourced and we were evaluating whether we could consider another vendor to provide this outsourcing services so typically when you visit an accounting outsource function what you imagine the organization to look like i had already visited our vendor a and we were now evaluating a vendor b i had visited our vendor a and i had seen their setup it was like a typical call center uh, numbers of computers one after the other in series number of employees young talent sitting and doing the data entry function for Uh, the accounts when we were to evaluate vendor b we made actually uh, the personal visit to the organization i expected it to look like very similar and i said maybe some efficiency will come in maybe the people are more experienced this is couple of years back so when i visited this vendor b it was very similar first floor we visited it was very similar like a big hall desks after desks computers and people sitting and doing the data entry of various companies which they were providing services to my surprise when we went to the second floor a big hall again lines and lines of computers desks but no chairs no employees these were the bots the robots you all must have heard about rpas roboting process automation so these are the bots which work without chair 22 hours to 24 hours some of them these are the bots they don't ask for any leaves and continuously go on doing the data entry job now what kind of a work they do they basically do uh, the sales accounting purchase accounting bank reconciliation these kind of a routine activities of every organization most organization nowadays consider outsourcing these kind of a routine function and they keep within the organization the business intelligence data analytics mis that's kept within the organization 
when i visited this setup i realized that accounting profession has to evolve because robots were very soon made would make the accounting professionals very redundant so to stay relevant one had to be very proactive one had to stay relevant proactive and not reactive and that is what we have seen in the last decade the role of cfos have evolved they are no longer just accounting and compliances they have gone into the role of business partnering the ceos of today they expect the cfos to come up with business thoughts decision making data business analytics complete view of having a business understanding giving an independent view on how the business should be run give their independent thought process give a data and analytics for the informed decision by the ceos the very fact that the cfos get the analysis and can understand the business very well they evolve and hence in last couple of years we have seen the cfos roles very drastically now how and similar is expected from a virtual cfo virtual cfo role is no different from a cfo though may be relevant for a smaller setup but this is what is expected from a virtual cfo and why virtual cfo today has become relevant it has become relevant because covid has taught us that employees within the organization need not be physically present by not being physically present within the organization virtually also they can deliver a lot corporates have realized that work from home also works it is very effective productive and hence the gap between the cfo and the virtual cfo is reduced drastically cfos were required to be on the floor but now after covid having experienced the work from home culture this gap has reduced drastically and hence the virtual cfo profile has become very relevant in now today's scenario before we go to the virtual uh, cfo let's understand what is the legal requirement for having appointment of the function of cfo why we need to have a cfo and do we really need somebody designated as a cfo so section 203 of subsection 1 of the companies act 2013 read with rule 8 of the companies appointment and remuneration of managerial personnel rules this says that all the listed companies public companies and any other company with a paid up capital of rupees 10 crores should have the following full time employees as the managerial personnel and this full time employees include chief financial officer so as far as the compliance is concerned the company law is very clear that one needs to be a full time employee but what is expected from the cfo is a full time employee so this is the difference between the cfo and virtual cfo the companies act does not define the qualification the experience the terms and conditions and the roles and functions of cfo companies act does not say that what should be the qualification it is left to the management of the organization if the management feels that a chartered a person who is not a chartered accountant but who is an mba finance or if anybody who is with good number of years of experience is fit to be a cfo management is free to appoint that person as the cfo but a cfo cannot hold an office of more than one company except the subsidiary so this is the requirement as far as the company law is concerned what does it mean does it mean that a person who is not a chartered accountant can be appointed as a cfo yes at the same time can a company appoint or designate somebody as a cfo and hire a virtual cfo for the other requirements 
Now we will see what are the other requirements that typically a setup would need of a virtual CFO. So first having dealt with that, what is the require legal requirement and the regulatory requirement? This makes it very clear that if a company has a 10 crores of more of a paid up capital listed company or a public company, they must have CFO. So the role has to be defined. I mean, the designation, somebody has to be designated as a CFO. That is very, very important. So who can be a virtual CFO? It can be an individual like you and me practicing CA or a person who is a freelancer can be a virtual CFO. And that entity can provide a function of a virtual CFO. Particularly chartered accountants in practice, uh, they have this specific role in the sense they are the experts in their area. So a GST practitioner would have a specific expertise into the indirect tax. That income tax practitioner would have a specific expertise on income tax. However, a CFO is supposed to be a jack of all. He's supposed to know in and out of every aspect of the function. Though he may not be a master, but he should be a jack of all. And this is where the entity comes into picture. You may have an entity with five or seven partners who is an expert. So your client comes to you with a query on GST or a guidance on income tax or a guidance on fundraise. Your all partners can join hands together to advise. A shared CFO services also many organizations have the concept where they have set up a shared CFO services rule. That shared CFO service rule provides the CFO service to all the group companies of an organization. So virtual CFO is an outsider. It could be an entity as well as could be an individual. Is the appointment of virtual CFO compliance of statute of company law? He cannot be said to be in compliant with the appointment of a CFO because the CFO is required to be a full time employee of the organization and designated as such. So appointment of a virtual CFO does not mean that you are complied with the statutes. So if the corporates are required to have the full time CFO, then who appoints virtual CFO? So these are the setups or the entities which may need virtual CFO. First, non-corporate entities. In today's scenario, the individual sole proprietorship, partnerships, LLPs also have the requirement. The promoters themselves feel they need a person whom they can depend on as a CFO and take their expertise. And these non-corporate entities need the virtual CFO. Though there is no requirement comes from, they can meet their requirement from a virtual CFO. Startups in thing in India nowadays, and many organizations which are in their early phase, incubation phase, are not required to have the CFO. Such an organization can have the services of virtual CFOs. And these are the startups today are the craze where and the requirement is the highest in case of a startups for the virtual CFOs. Next is fill in the gaps interim CFO. Many times what happens is an organization existing CFO resigns or he may not be available due to ill health or due to other commitments, family commitments, etc. The organization doesn't want the processes, controls or the function to be left unmonitored. In such a scenario, many times what happens is the organizations look outside and they appoint interim CFO and this role can be filled by a virtual CFO. An outsider can fill in the gap for an interim period till the CFO comes back from his ill health or from his personal commitment or there is a gap due to resignation such a gap is filled due to the fresh appointment in such a scenario also the interim cfo a virtual cfo can be a one of the role next is small and the medium enterprises who 
or those who can't afford in-house CFOs. So small and medium enterprises can't afford, though they may be 100 crores, 50 crores, but typical trading setup or a simple manufacturing setup where they can't afford, the margins are low, so they can't afford the expertise of a CFO. In such a scenario, they can, as and when, depending upon the requirement of the assignment, as and when the of they feel the need within the organization can appoint a virtual CFO or hire the services of virtual CFO to fill in the requirement. Next is to support the in-house CFOs. Many times what happens is the CFO is burdened with so much of work which is related to routine which includes normal accounting compliances, treasury finance and the special say for example if a CFO organization is coming up with an IPO. CFO's hands are full. At that point of time, to support such a CFO, you need few additional hands. In such a scenario, you may have or the organization may hire a virtual CFO for the purpose of filling up the support requirement of the in-house CFO. Tap on the fixed cost. The organizations don't feel that the revenue is sufficient enough to have a CFO as a fixed cost month on month. In such a scenario, they would not like to have a CFO as a full-time employee. Here also the virtual CFOs can help fill in the gap. The next is non-recurring and time-bound assignments. As I said, IPOs, mergers, takeovers, VDRs, virtual data room creation, SOPs, these are non-recurring. This you normally do a one-time within the organization and some are time-bound also. In such a scenario, the organizations may look for an outside help to fill in this gap of the time-bound assignments and which are non-recurring in nature. We all understand what is the experience required for being a CFO. But the promoter may think that why do I need a virtual CFO? Why do I need that expertise? Why do I need to hire such a person? One wide source of skill and experience. A promoter, a sole proprietor, an LLP may not be able to hire a person with 25, 30 years of experience who has seen various industries, various corporate setups and wide range of experience. Now such an experience if an organization looking for, then they should look for a virtual CFO. So wide source of skill and experience. Not even and since the virtual CFOs can be an entity also, it can be a business entity. As I mentioned, where there are seven or eight partners. In such a scenario, the promoter or the proprietorship or LP gets the access to all the partners at the same time. And this is required for organization. We will see in the subsequent slide that why is the need for the virtual CFO. Here, by accessing a virtual CFO, he gets a wide source of skill and experience. Second point is the most important for promoters and the business entrepreneurs. Do what you do the best, rest outsource. Promoters need not spend their time on compliances, routine, accounting, reporting, GST has been paid or not, tax has been paid or not, have the compliances been done or not. The promoters must focus on the business. That's their forte. They understand the business. They need not get into the nitty gritties of accounting and compliances. So they would like to do what they know the best. Rest, they would like to outsource. Give it to somebody else to manage the day-to-day -day headache and not get into 
disturbing them setting up the business processes independence the entrepreneur is looking for somebody who can give his peace of mind without any bias the employees within the organization may sometimes influenced whether i will get promotion or not whether i will get increment or not they may speak what promoters like to hear virtual say for being an outsider he is free and independent to speak what he wants to speak and hence you may look at the virtual cfo small setups look for such cfos for the purpose of advice and their views he is an internal team member despite an outsourced services the internal the virtual cfo roles are normally filled in directly by promoters or the owners because that is where the connectivity gets established and though he is an outsider to promoter he feels like a own team member and this has to be come gradually from a virtual cfo it does not get that confidence does not come from day one obviously promoters that get that confidence over a long years of personal equations or their relationship through which they appoint the virtual cfo reasonable cost as we mentioned that the cfos are the fixed cost resource and virtual cfos can be an assignment based and hence cannot be compared with the fixed cost of a cfo role which is a full time role and hence it comes as a reasonable cost as and when required continuity and stability in today's scenario having a top management teams continuity is very very important for the growth and the success of an organization in house employees many a times look for a greener pastures outside the organization and hence a virtual cfo in that scenario becomes relevant because you are appointing a business entity an individual based on your relationship and there the continuity and stability comes handy so they stay with you because i think you as a practicing chartered accountant must have seen that the practicing chartered accountants are years after years they continue that relationship and they continue as a statutory auditor or a tax auditor continue filing the business returns of the promoters etc so that relationship and the trust get established and once that established the continuity and stability helps the promoters to take the organization forward when do you feel that yes i need a virtual cfo now what are the signs one promoter or a business entrepreneur look starts looking at similarly if a practicing chartered accountant get to see the signs in an organization he should feel that yes now this organization needs a virtual cfo where i can make a pitch to the organization or a promoter that these are the signs which clearly give an indication that you need a virtual cfo most importantly rapid growth or expansions the organization is growing rapidly it's expanding it's getting into business various business verticals and what is happening point number 1 complex financials expansions and growth is happening but at the same time the financials is becoming very complex we all have seen the e-commerce amazon flipkart etc just imagine the complexity of e-commerce business they give you an option to make cash payment net banking credit card google pay gpay return your items whenever you want to return after 30 days get a replacement whenever you want to get it replaced settle choose any mode of settlement if this transaction has to be tracked by a financial system from placing of an order to collection of money with inventory reconciliation imagine the complexity of the transaction So today we are not talking about Amazon, but I'm talking about any e-commerce setup. It's quite complex. Getting the placement of order and getting money inside the organization in the bank account. The reconciliation of whole process is quite complex. 
from the day one, if you hire an organization to do this role or track it from the day one, as in when the organization grows, the technology can be implemented. But the thought process, the controls and SOPs have to be implemented from day one. Then only you can get it right. Second, there is a rapid growth and expansion and the promoters feel cash shortage. So the fundraise activity typically is the one where uh, this function has been outsourced because this is a one-time activity. So if you don't have a full-time CFO, it's, this function gets outsourced for getting a right deal, getting the debt structure right, getting the uh, securities documents right, etc. Third and the important point which I feel in my personal experience is very, very important. Vendors not getting paid on time. Many times what happens is your processes and controls within the in smaller organizations, what happens? Invoices don't come on time. It doesn't get recorded within the system. The promoters sign all the checks themselves. So to that extent, many times what happens is the vendors don't get paid on time. This is your bloodline of a business. If the vendors don't get paid on time, what mostly happens is your supply chain gets impacted big time and your business gets impacted. By the time you realize it's a bit late, promoters who feel that they're getting a complaint and getting a call that their vendors are not getting paid on time or if you are observing that the vendors are not getting paid on time in an organization, you can pitch for this role of setting up and getting this right because it pays in the long run getting this right pays in the long run for sure acquisitions and mergers we are in the era of unicorns sunicons unicorns decacons and hectocons so these where the mergers and acquisitions in india particularly kind of an environment we have today these is definitely for a potential industry uh, these are happening words today in india so acquisition and mergers are given so if you don't set your home right from the day one getting processes and controls for a prospective buyer would be very difficult if you don't have it right from the day one and this is where the virtual cfn can also help in setting up your house right from the day one many a times promoters themselves plan for it they appoint private equity investors they look for future expansions and they say they want to dilute they want to get acquired by a strategic investor or a financial investor and to have this right it's very important that they can hire the virtual safe. Second, want to see the future. Many promoters, it's very important for them to see the vision, the, where this organization is heading. They're so much into day-to-day -day management of the business. If somebody goes and shows them the project plan, that this five years from now, I see this organization to be here. And in this five year, I see this much is your fund requirement. This much is the money that you will generate. They like to hear about all this. They cannot visualize on their own. They want somebody who can show them the future. And the virtual CFO can definitely show the smaller setups the future. How five-year, 10-year plan looks like, that's very important for promoter to see. Rapid growth or expansion is happening, but on business and not in business. Promoters wants to stay on business. Their focus has to be on the business. They do not, they should not be in business in the sense they should not be into daily management of the business. They should be on the strategy. They should be on account, uh, business strategy 
strategy, business growth, development, and managing accounting and trivia should be left to someone else. Stay relevant day one. I think this day one concept uh, many have heard. Uh, the day one is your hunger, your desire, your inquisitiveness should be like as if your day one. Remember your first day at the school. Remember your first day at the college. Remember your first day at a, a new office or a first day at a new organization. You are so excited, inquisitive. You want to learn. You have 10,000 questions. You're, lo you're looking for answers. Promoters have to stay relevant and day one throughout their life. They have to have a hunger of growth. They cannot get lost into the day-to-day -day processes and controls. They have to focus on the business and to allow them to focus on the business, the services of virtual CFO comes handy. They need a financial sounding board. They want to know if I do this, what will happen? If I go and take a term loan, what is the future that will I be able to repay? Will my business generate enough or should I look for a cash credit limit? Should I expand or sh I shouldn't be expanding? They have the thoughts. They have the strategy, but they want a sounding board. They want to bounce off their ideas to somebody else who can reply to them, who can connect with them, who can give them back the pluses and the minuses of their business thought. Next, the entrepreneurs and promoters are spending time on trivia, small, 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 small things the departmental structure, repetition in the work, the loss of process efficiencies. The promoters need not be spending time on all this. What I'm trying to say is to see the signs. Whenever you visit an organization and you see these signs, pick up these signs and make a pitch document to the promoter or the owner saying that here I see I could add value which will help you in so-and-so manner. Next point is information data which is key to the decision making is not available or it's delayed. In my all the roles, particularly in FMCG and uh, airport retail where I was working, I felt that this information, the sale data has to come next day by 8 or 9 o'clock before the office opens. It used to take at least 2-3 days for entire data to get collated, come because it used to be all manual, Excel driven. If the data doesn't come on time, then it becomes very, very difficult for promoters or entrepreneurs to take decision. And in FMCG and in particularly food retail, every day you decide what is the menu required, etc. So information data is key and the management feels starved of this data many a times and cannot make effective decision. This is where virtual CFOs, their function can come handy. Investors need answers. There are many smaller setups where the private equities have jumped in and they have loads of questions, loads of questions for which they need an answer because they have to also reply to their investors. So private equity and such investors ask n number of questions for which the answers are not readily available. And if these answers are not readily available, the investors lose the trust and the confidence in the business. Because finally, investors and the private equity players take the decisions based on the performance data which is given by the organization. And this is where is very, very important for the virtual CFOs to pitch in for the requirement. Look for these signs and see where you can help the organizations. I have a question here. I think I'll just read it out. How would a virtual CFO help in vendor follow up? He would not even know the vendor. So here what I'm talking about is setting up the process for making the payment on time, not recovery. I'm saying for payment, your supplier's payment has to be made on time. Debtor's recovery is also equally important. That work can be outsourced for the follow-up. Many, many outsourced support functions are doing this kind of a services. They follow up on debtors on behalf of the organization. They do 
uh, debtors reconciliation on behalf of the organization they do creditors reconciliation on behalf of the organizations because it is very very important that your collection and the payments stay on track at the same time voluminous transactions and tracking with each and every vendor or debtor it's very time consuming and laborious task for if you have an in-house team because each and every bill needs to be tracked i myself have seen couple of organizations i can name a few uh, maybe not the right forum but uh, many have outsourced their debtors and reconciliation outsourced they're working very effectively many have started giving access to their own sap system where the vendors can see their own ledgers directly when vendors can download their ledgers directly from the sap system of the promoters or the owners or the organizations and can do the reconciliation themselves that also is help is available nowadays so the what the point that i was trying to make is the setting up the process and controls where the vendors get paid on time is that's what a virtual cfo can help in impact of not having a virtual cfo for a smaller setup what happens as i said the investors stakeholders and clients may lack the confidence your clients your customers your suppliers may lack the confidence if they don't get the information or the payment on time they said no i think something is definitely wrong within the organization if i'm not getting the information or if i'm not getting my payment on time even though the organization may have the surplus funds but the payment is getting delayed due to delayed processes controls etc ignorance of law is not an excuse we don't expect today's promoters in today's environment so many laws and so many compliances have come into picture the promoters to know each and every compliance mind you this is all for a smaller setup where the promoters are supposed to do the required compliances and the risk of non compliances and legal and tax issues come and bite them subsequently if they are not aware of at that point of time it's very important that some kind of a health checkup is done by an organization through a virtual cfo to know that where do they stand in terms of compliances and in terms of legal and tax issues etc so that it does not come as a surprise to them later on repetitive work at check many organizations have many uh, functions within the finance or support or mis functions where same work is done by multiple people and the promoter does not even get into it or he does not even realize it because to stay important everybody does the work and shows it to the promoters many a times this repetitive work can be kept at check if there is one at supervisory role a virtual cfo comes into the picture and he sets up the work in such a way so that the data of one is shared with the other so that the repetition is avoided and this is where the virtual cfo can also play a big role set up controls and processes that this is the very 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 simple and basic task which most promoters entrepreneurs look forward to when they start their business which many they have also realized that if they don't have the controls and processes right from day one uh, it will bite them later so this is where virtual cfo can also help technology comes at a cost let's understand the small setups cannot spend money on sap and infrastructure of it day one they need to grow big enough to adopt the technology till they do that they must have something in place which can be replicated and converted into technology so virtual cfo lays down a groundwork till the technology comes handy for these organizations i have a question here i'll just read out can sole proprietors provide such services why not i mean it, there is no restriction on sole proprietors providing such services important is do you have the 
wherewithal and the technical capability to get into the role. As I said, the CFO is a jack of all and master of none. He understands the business. Being able to interpret and understand and strike a right balance between the compliances, corporate governance and the business is key. And we can do that role very well. So as long as you understand the function, you understand what is expected of you, be a partnership firm or LLP, you can do the function. Definitely you can. You understand the pulses of the organization. You understand the weakness. You understand what is that is pinching an organization from the process perspective. While I have said all of this, just a key summary of what all can be done. So virtual CFO services, you can do a financial and strategic planning like IPOs, expansion, market study. Promoters wants to get into a new business. He wants to see whether it will really make sense or not. Should I, what kind of a market study can you do for them? Working capital management. And mind you, and this is the kind of a consulting role. Working capital management and fundraise, be it a term loan or be it a short term loan. Why all these services? Because these are one time which you can step in get into the organization perform and step out as and when required they will they will take your services and you go outside the organization then again get in as and when required for your services transaction advisory and structuring planning for a stake sale a proprietor who's looking for a stake sale whether he should do a 10% stake 20% stake 50% 51 majority 76% what happens if he does only 26%? What happens if he does 51? What happens if he does 76? I mean, you are the person who can advise him that what happens if this is the percentage stake that he sells? What are his rights and duties at, as, as a majority or as a minority shareholder who stays after the stake sale? So these kind of a bouncing boards they are expecting. And for this purpose, many, many organizations today cannot go to the top four. I mean, this is where your role comes handy and you all can definitely pitch for such services. Transformation services, business intelligence, designing the dashboards, churning the data and making it available to them for a smaller organizations. business reporting, investor reporting, which is once a quarter, which is once a month, designing the formats, etc. Sitting with the promoters and the business team that what, what is relevant for them to communicate to the investors or private equity investors, designing the formats. All this, all this definitely is very, very important from the perspective of promoters. And uh, this virtual CFO can definitely do this function for a smaller or a startups. Support services, training. You can definitely train the finance department in terms of either the compliances or for uh, accounting or for annual accounts or any kind of an improvements, SOPs, IFCs, etc. You can also do recruitment. You can provide them the manpower services as in when anybody in the finance department is uh, temporarily on leave or they are looking for any other replacement. You can provide uh, the support services by way of a placement services like a typical uh, typical placement agency who provide the recruitment services. Those because we being the finance experts, we understand very well that what is the requirement and you will be able to do that job fully by understanding the organization that what is the requirement of that role is an inter CA required is an MBA finance required or is a company secretary required what is the requirement of that role and you can place that person within the organization you can do that expert of appointing a finance function uh, that role can definitely be done so these are some of the functions which virtual CFOs uh, services uh, entity 
either an individual or an entity can definitely look at for providing to smaller setups so what do you need i mean somebody asked me a question that who can be these are some of the prerequisites according to me of a virtual cfo he should be hands on hands on in the sense he should have done because promoters are these are the smaller setups they expect from you from your personal experiences so it's not a book knowledge you should have actually gone and implemented sops you should have actually gone and interacted with the promoters understand their perspective and you should have one on one equation with the promoter professional degree in finance this is must according to me though some of them may say that the those who have uh, the high number of years of experience can do without it uh, though it's preferable that you must have a professional degree in finance fits this role uh, to the t according to me tech savvy you cannot stay away from technology and drive an organization in today's world you need to be very very highly tech savvy finally it's the money matters and the way the various platforms the payment methods are coming the fintech technology is so fast it's growing that you can't be tech savvy and still do the roles you need to be well read basically keep yourself updated in terms of various technology strong leadership you need to come out as a strong leader strong leadership is basically who leads who leads from the front so you should be uh, leading from the front uh, as far as promoter should see you that you are leading from the front not that just the first level of discussion and suddenly you get vanished from the whole assignment go getter at each level of an organization this is where i think the cfos or the finance professionals we as a chartered accountant lack you should be able to approach each and every level of the organization be it operations be it marketing be it sales be it it be it the ceo be it promoter definitely you are in touch but when you go for audits when you go for internal audits when you go for strategy audits or ifc try to touch each level of the organization in your own way because then only you will be able to see which part of the organization is struggling in terms of the deliverables so that you can come up with your pitch document when you are appointed as a cfo at that time also nobody should see you as an outsider you are a troubleshooter so people come to you with problems if they think that's the problem and i have to approach this virtual cfo so your perception has to be that you are a troubleshooter you are not there for routine activities you are there to troubleshoot proactive and self driven one has to be proactive in terms of thinking ahead that what next could be a problem situation or a stay problem statement for this organization if you are able to proactively see that what problems can come and promoters see you or entrepreneurs see you that yes you are coming up with these kind of a thoughts and you are seeing ahead of them that is where they see your value within the organization as the virtual cfo and this is what i wanted to uh, submit as far as the prerequisites of a virtual cfo is concerned